All right. And it says that we're live and it didn't boot anybody. Awesome. So hi, guys. Uh, I am Courtney and I'm with the Witch Source. And I know normally Whitney starts it off, but she's a little late today. So uh, I'm kicking it off today. And today we have Cloud the Pagan Rapper with us. Hello. <laughs> how are you? Awesome. And how are you? Oh, excellent. I'm uh, quite enjoying my day. The day off from work today. So yeah, we awesome. got caught up on lots of stuff. It's nice. That's great. And so I heard... Um, so you were participating in the Pagan Music Festival, or uh, uh, what was it again? The International Pagan Music Awards? The, yeah, the International Pagan Music Awards. So did you attend that this year? Actually, I didn't get a chance to attend it. Um, oh. I've had some things happening in my, my personal life, uh, you know, revolving around my family and stuff, which require my, you know, my attention. Um, so I didn't get to make it out to Starwood this year for that. Um, I also was supposed to be a pagan unity festival and I didn't get a chance to make that either, uh, due to the same circumstances, mm -hmm. but you know, things are calming down and, you know, it goes, but you know, I'd take a step back, see some things through, you know, and, you know, be, be a good man, be a good parent, a good father, you know, <laughs> like, so, something we can all relate to absolutely absolutely and you know I'm, I'm not going anywhere so i'll be back out and doing my thing eventually yeah. awesome so how many years have you participated uh so i've been a part of the ipma for two years now going on mm -hmm. three um when i released misconceptions in 2020 is when i first um, signed up with them as an artist member. Uh, it's a wonderful organization. They do a lot for for us piggy musicians and, you know, putting awards together for that, you know, at, like everything that they do to help us with our own exposure and everything. It really is. There's a lot that goes into it. Awesome. And, awesome. you know, I'm glad to be a part of it. So did you... Do you know who won last year? Well, for this year, last week, I do know who won. Um, and so for the best band, uh, it was the band Beltane. Hello, person. Oh, and here's Whitney joining us. Hi. Hello. So sorry. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm good. Oh, yay. Hello, friends. Yes. <laughs> You're already live, right? Rocking and rolling. Oh yeah, awesome. So what did Ooh. I miss so far? So he was telling us about the International Pagan Music oh. Association. Yep. Association. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, so this year for 2022, the best band was band by the name of Beltane. The best female performer was Abigail Spinner McBride. And the best male performer was my man, Harold Sanford Carter the Third. All right, uh, <laughs> um, Lone Wolf himself did bring home the best male. Awesome! And I'm very proud of him for that. I believe he's been on the show before. Yes, he has. Yeah, we had him on last month. Yep, last oh. month. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yep. 
Yep, and in between then and now, he has won the award. Yay. Yeah, that's great. So, you got questions? I have questions. Go ahead. Okay, I have I have questions. I may um, have answers. <laughs> right. So, um, I want to know what, and I've listened to some of your music, so I think I already know the answer, but I want to share for our, our listeners. Um, what was your intro into the world of magic? How did you find your path? So it's funny. I actually wrote a song about it and released it like a month ago. Uh, <laughs> so I had a point in my life when I was about 15 years old um, where all of my friends that I was hanging out with at the time were just randomly like, hey, look, man, we don't, we don't want you to hang out anymore. Oh. I was like, oh, well, you guys, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> So I, I spent a solid six months just kind of like on my own without a crew of friends, just kind of doing oh, wow. whatever, like, you know? Right, self-seeking. And um, during that time, I was just kind of mall riding around in the local mall, and I was just playing around in a bookstore, and I found this book about magic, and it was Wicca, a guide for the solitary practitioner from Scott Cunningham. Yeah. And so when I found that book, you know, I was like flipping through it while I was in there. And I was like, this is really interesting. So I bought the book. I got home and I read it. And I grew up in a, a Catholic household. So I was like hiding it and all of that. But after I finished reading that first book, I couldn't stop. Mm -hmm. I just, I couldn't stop reading about witchcraft. And, you know, I started just picking up books wherever uh, by whomever. And, you know, I've picked up books by, you know, Grimasi and, you know, Silver Raven Wolf, and, you know, just kind of go down the list. You know, I still got my original copy of Big Blue or Ragel Buckland. You know what I mean? Like, I still have a lot of these books. Um, and, you know, I used to, I kept it hidden and all of that. And so here I am, this like little new metal hardcore kid. About <laughs> witchcraft behind his friend's back, you know, and it was like that pretty much until I was in the military when I finally came out fully and said, "Listen, guys, I'm pagan. This is this is how it is," you know. And so yeah, so if you listen to my song titled "Scott Cunningham," yes, I did. It literally <laughs> tells the tale of me finding witchcraft. That's awesome. So I do have to ask, what branch of the military? Uh, Army. Army. Regular active duty. That's awesome. Our, our dad uh, did 12 years in the Air Force and then retired from the Army Reserves. Sure. And my son is a Marine, so. <laughs> well, do me a favor and thank them both for their service. Oh, I definitely oh, yeah. will. Thank and you. thank you. Thank you. Of course. And, um, but yeah, I got to say, you know, that whole process of kind of going back to write that song I feel like I therapeutically needed it mm -hmm. at the same time while writing it because when I when I put it out there and I was listening to it and I was like wow it brought back those initial memories that initial like yearning for knowledge you know so from there you know I've been I've been back to studying on my own since I've written that song oh nice 
Hey, Pamela, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, that's, I totally understand what you mean. So I, when I listened to your song, it made me think about and go back to like when I first found our, our mom's books, even though, you know, she didn't talk about it at all, but I had found one of her books. And of course I couldn't say anything cause I would get in trouble for going through her stuff. <laughs> But that was like my little intro was finding her, 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 one of her books, um, Celtic Magic by DJ Conway. Um, and, you know, that was the intro. And I, I was, I think I was like in either the third or fourth grade um, when I first found it. And I was just so intrigued. And she had like this whole test at the end of her bed that she kept locked and it had like all the stuff in it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, ooh, what is all this stuff? Like, I was so intrigued and I was like, I just instantly fell in love with with magic. Um, but yep. listening to your song brought me right back to that. Well, well, I am glad to be able to provide that experience for you, honestly. Like, that's why I write music, to deliver those kinds of experiences as opposed to, you know, any kind of like, egotistical arrogance that I may have about, you know, myself or what I do, you know, it's really, I wanted to purvey pagan life as it is in my music. And I felt that hip hop was the best way to portray that. Right. You can get a lot of words in really fast. <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. So that was what, that was um, another one of my questions was how did you get into music and then specifically pagan music? Like, so my dad was a blues musician. Oh, okay. Um, and and he, you know, he played in the band and all of that. Um, and you know, I was too young for all of this when he did. But as I was growing up, every time Dad picked up a guitar, everybody in the house stopped what they were doing. You know, and it's something that, you know, some of my earliest happy memories are of those moments when my dad picked up his guitar and started jamming for us because, I mean, he would just break down some like, I'm not talking about like just like regular everyday blues. Like my man would like pick up the guitar and play some like old man sitting on the front porch cigarette hanging out of his mouth blues. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, you know, I grew up with a love for that and. And that kind of spawned this entire love for music as a whole. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't just listen to hip hop. Uh, I listen to all kinds of music. I kind of study it all, different genres, the emotions that different kinds of music portray, and how to portray emotions differently within genres. And these are all things that I've experimented with throughout my entire life. Mm -hmm. So, but the hip hop itself, one, it really wasn't anybody else doing it, you know, of this whole pagan, witchy kind of hip hop vibe that, you know, myself and a few other people are. Like, before I put out misconceptions, I think I've only heard of like two or three other people that rapped about any kind of spirituality that wasn't Christian, Christian, you know, oh, right? And, you know, you have Manny the Bard over in Europe doing his thing, he's amazing. You know, they had Gruff the Druid. I think he's from Canada. And, you know, he was really good. And, you know, and the Indigo Prophet, he's he's really good, you know. 
But you hear about this, and then you're like, I'm just going to do this. So, and the initial rap song I wrote, I wrote as like an experimental thing, which was like a joke for a YouTube channel I was running at the time. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So many moons ago, I had this YouTube channel called Moon Willow Magic. It was something that, you know, my coven at the time, you know, I was challenging them to research topics. Mm, Okay. You know, figure if you get to a point where you can, you you have a true understanding of the topic when you can sit there and talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, a lot of them were a little weird about being on camera and stuff like that, which is fine. So I ended up doing all of the stuff like through a lot of their research though. Right. And then it eventually just became my channel because that's just kind of how it went. Everybody was just kind of like, eh, you know how things go. Right. You know, you you try a project for a few months, it works out. Some people stick around, most people don't, you know. So I started this project called the Wicked Music Experiment. And where I was writing songs with pagan and Wiccan inspired lyrics and different genres of music. So I wrote a song that sounds almost exactly like a Christian rock song. Right. But with pagan lyrics. And then, you know, I wrote a blues song and then I wrote another song. So I had to do a hip hop song. Right. Right. So, so when I wrote this hip hop song and I recorded it, I had so much fun doing it. That I was like, wow. And I make a lot of jokes in that song and everything. Um, so on my YouTube, it's called Pagan Rap, but on Misconceptions, it's actually called People Just Scared. That is the first song I ever wrote in a hip hop genre, mm-hmm. literally two and a half years ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, but when people start hearing it, they're like, dude, you got to write 10 more of these. Like, this, this is great. You know? So I decided to sit down and, you know, me being the, you know, eccentric artist that I am first, I wanted to sit down and make a point with my lyrics for a song instead of just a random bunch of jokes and stuff. Right. You know? And I wrote the song Try to Understand, which tells the story of a, you know, 16-year-old girl in high school who gets outed as a pagan and everything starts kind of falling apart for her, you know, which a lot of people can relate with. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I after I wrote that song, that's when I knew I said, you know what, I can really do something here, and I can say something that means something here, and so I did. And here we are now, two years later, on the Witch Source podcast. Yay. You know, and, and life is good. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So love love the music. Um, and we'll definitely share where everybody can find you and mm-hmm. find your um, your music and everything. We'll add the links up to everything. Um, so how did you go from solitary practice into the coven that then led you into the music? All right. So basically, I was a solitary practitioner for quite some time in my life. And then when I got out of the military, I was still solitary at the time, but I did not have a very good transition back to civilian life. Mm. Um, 
there was a lot of mental health problems, a lot of struggles. Um, and then eventually, eventually led into a drug addiction and eventually led into homelessness. <laughs> it, was, it was a mess. Yeah. You know? um, but healing through spirit is how I eventually got through it. But when I got the lifeline and I say that, you know, in one of my songs, I kind of sort of touch on the detail and my song stay in the ring. Um, the goddess threw me a lifeline at this time of my life. And through this time of my life was a friend of mine that I happened to know that I just randomly ran into. Okay. You know, and I was homeless, dirty and hooked on cocaine. It was bad. It was very bad. Um, and this person paid for me to get home via Greyhound bus. Oh, you know, so I showed up on my parents' doorstep, you know, with a trash bag full of clothes and a 12 strike. And, you know, I got clean. And then right after I got clean, I sought out a couple. Mm. And I wanted to do real studies because I knew that the only reason why I was standing back in the state of New Jersey was because, you know, I was given that. I was given that gift. I was given that second chance. Right. You know? So, you know, that's the only thing in my life. Everybody in my life gets a second chance with me now because I have the same thing, you know? Right. So, so yeah, it's actually very, very deep reason behind why I got into that, you know? Right, right. Which led, you know, from one thing to another to where you are now so what does life look like now 15 year old daughter going on 22 um <laughs> i can relate uh she's uh so much like me it makes me want to apologize to a lot of people i knew when i was 15. Um, <laughs> um but she's a really good person though you know and you know i'm proud of who she's growing up to be you know yeah. but but yeah she's got some fire in her um, and you know, married for 12 years and I live a pretty humble life here in the fine township of Burlington, New Jersey. Um, and you know, I work as a bartender at a firebuds wood fire grill up here, you know, and you know, I live a pretty humble life. And then when I get out of my, the, the mundane and stuff, I am, you know, a first degree priest in the Corellian tradition. Okay. Um, and working on my second degree, which is what I was doing up until we, uh, we, we sat down to chat today. Um, and I am the head of the circle of the nine muses, which is a Watan shrine within the Corellian tradition. Okay. Um, we have been a shrine since January, uh, officially a shrine since January within the tradition. And our whole, thing of our teachings and our you know what we do as as a as a coven as a shrine is that we express our magic through the arts oh so we, through the idea of inspiration the muses inspiration so what inspires you find your magic so that's like our thing is to find what it is that is magical for you. 
I love that. For me, it's music and poetry. For somebody else, it might be art or drawing or painting. Mm -hmm. For some people, it may be gardening. You know, like it's really everybody has their own stick. They have their own place in the world when it comes to a magical connection. And our goal is, you know, we're a very eclectic coven, you know, mm -hmm. multiple paths in our group and everything. So we want to help you find what works for you. That is our thing, as opposed to here's this curriculum, here's this, you have to follow this. You know, we keep things very open, open lid. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Pam said, where can, where can we sign up? Yeah. I mean, that, Cause that's one of the things that we're all about is finding a path, making it your own, you know, doing exactly. what you love, what makes you happy. Because, finding the passion in it. Right. Well, you can send an email to nine muses circle at gmail.com. And oh. then we will send you back a little questionnaire <laughs> and through the questionnaire, you know, then we go through the whole, you know, process of kind of vetting you um, a little bit because we have had some crazies come through our gates the last, you know, so we want to make sure that we're weeding out people that most certainly are not going to fit in, you know? Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, we are selective about who we let in, but we do that. That's completely by design. It's not like we're full of ourselves or anything. We're really just protecting ourselves and the bond that we have as a coven. Exactly. Most, most of the members of the coven have been the members of the Moonwilla Circle, which is what has evolved into the Circle of Nine Muses. Okay. So, you know, we already have like a five-year-long relationship as a coven before mm -hmm. we made this this transition. Right. And so, right. you know, like these people are my family. I'm not putting any of them at any kind of risk. So. Please fill out the questionnaire. <laughs> so we can go through it. It's very non-invasive. So, but yeah, if you do that, our shine scribe uh, will send you an email back with it and everything, and we'll go from there. Awesome, awesome. So, are is it? Is there like something? And I know you don't want to give away too much, but would it be something that like? Um, our listeners could get involved in even if they're not in New Jersey or is it something where like maybe we could set up something similar within the group and and you like provide a pathway to help members be able to um, find that passion like is there a like a I can't think of other words but you know like, like a something you go through that helps them discover that passion um, and that magic within them. So ba basically how it works, uh, we are a hybrid coven. So we do rituals in person and online. Okay. Oh, so you yeah. would be able to join a ritual online with no problem. But, you know, heads up, when we do get together, our rituals tend to be like two hours because we give everybody their chance to speak. Like we have a monthly healing circle as opposed to a full moon aspect. Um, okay. We save our full moon esbits for personal practice, so that way everybody can still continue with their own path, their own connections with deity. You know. Oh, I love that. Um, and so instead of us getting together to do the full moons, you do that on your own. That is for you and your deities. That is for you. We're getting together on the sabbats, and we're going to get together for a month, and we're going to send healing out. And everybody has their healing list, 
So we take the time to make sure that everybody gets to read off their healing list before we go in and then we talk about it. And sometimes we might have to talk about some, some trauma that's coming from that and all that. We work it out with each other. Right. You know, well, we're, like, we're like a very large emotional support SWAT team. I, yeah, that's, yeah. that is awesome. I mean, we basically do that for each other. Right. But I think it's great to expand that. I love the idea of the healing circle. And I especially love that you leave that personal space for the full moon mm -hmm. for that one-on-one -on -one, for sure. Yeah. I mean, because when it comes down to it, it's your own personal path to walk, right? Mm -hmm. Witchcraft in itself, regardless of whether you're a member of a giant tradition or you're a solitary or you're in just like a mom and pop coven, it's still your path to walk. You make the decisions, you make the call. You have to figure out how you connect best so that you can have the best experiences and receive those messages to be able to properly do your work, you know? So it's, it's very important to have that last structure, you know, like yeah. as, you know, the magical being itself, you know, which is all things are magic, right? All things are magical beings, even from a blade of grass that's just sitting there doing its photosynthesis thing. It's still a magical being, you know? So, yeah, exactly. So, where do we fit in in that? And when we find our places where the fit in, that is when we can really turn our lives around and do some really big things with ourselves. So. Do you mind sharing? Um, and, and if you don't want to, that's okay. I completely understand. Um, but are there, is there, um, I know you kind of shared one, but is there another like big magical moment where the divine just really came in and spoke to you and that connection was like so strong, so sure, like beyond a doubt. Like, is there something that you would be willing to maybe share? I'm going to give you two. Both okay. revolve around music. All right. Both awesome. of them revolve around specific songs that I've written about these experiences. Okay. Right. So if you've listened to my song, Persephone's Dance, mm -hmm. right? I, that song is a literal depiction of an actual experience that I've had in meditation where I was visited, you know? So like this song is about Persephone. I'm, I go into meditation and I'm kind of walking through and everything's all kind of dead, you know, and it's all cold. And then all of a sudden I see this goddess. And I'm like, whoa. And then she walks out into this lake and she snaps her fingers and starts this dance. And as she's dancing, everything comes back to bloom. Mm -hmm. Right? So, but this vision wasn't so much Persephone and her role in helping Demeter bring back spring. It was more of a, we all have our seasons in life. We're going to have our winters, our springs. We're going to have our summers, you know, like in our own lives and the ebbs and flows of just how things go. Right. And that, that vision that I was given from her, it was so vivid that immediately I wrote it down. And I have to thank 
Sir ELN, who is a music producer who I'm very, very close with, and she's a member of my tradition as well. Uh, she's also the full name Ebony Nash. She is the one that produced the track for Persephone's Dance and said, I don't know why, but I feel like I should send this to you. And I put it on repeat and meditated to it, and that's what happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she helped deliver that experience for me through that beat. And then I wrote those lyrics and put that song out. Oh, and when, wow. I was, when I wrote that, those lyrics and I was recording that song with her beat and all, it completely consumed me for like two weeks. Oh, wow. Like That's it had awesome. to be perfect. It drove my wife completely nuts. Like <laughs> I just went after it, you know, because I had, I had to get it out. Right. You now I just had this like amazing experience and I had to get it out. And since then I've been working with Persephone on the regular. Oh, oh wow. yeah. I built a, built a very, very good connection with her. That's awesome. Yes. And so the second one I'm going to give you, um, so does require a little bit of backstory, right? Okay. So I don't know how you guys view spirit guides and whatnot, but I, I had a, a student in my, in my, in my coven. Um, who is no longer a student. He's well on his own now, you know, but he wanted to work with dragons. Now, up to point to this point in my life, I had never worked with dragons before because I just felt that that energy was just too chaotic and I'm not going after that, you know? Right. But I wanted to help this guy out along his path. So I tell him, I said, listen, I'm going to walk this path with you as far as it'll take me, you know? And I did. And we studied it together and you know, we came up with things and, you know, we met our guardian dragons and our, you know, and, but and that's the one thing that stayed with it with me is Mr. Aragorn, who is pretty much with me everywhere I go now. That's awesome. You know, and, you know, while I see him as more of a, as I see him as more of a. Um, a manifestation of my own subconscious, you know, and giving him a name of, of being my, my dragon guide. And, you know, other people see him as his own entity. With whichever one may be the case, it works for me, but I let him do a full channel for a song. Oh, okay. I want to rap on a song. I want to rap on a song. I want to rap on a song. I said, okay, fine. We'll rap on a song. So I actually let him in and do a full channel while I was recording this on the Dragon Ride, which is oh. why if you look on Modern Bard on the Dragon Ride, I feature Aragorn Firewing. Okay. If anybody's wondering who that is, that's my, my Dragon Guide, who I let in to do those verses. I did not write that. Okay. I just awesome. went after it in the, in the thing. I decided to tear me apart in those verses. Okay. <laughs> You know, um, but it was a full channel. It was the first time that I ever really attempted something like that for like a full channel. Right. Um, and, and it was. Intense. It had to be pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a, definitely a couple of magical moments that I've really had. And, you know, especially even since I've started writing this music, because I kind of feel like I've found my, my, my magic. Right. Now I'm working with us, and now I'm having even more experiences, and 
and you know, wonderful experiences at that. That's awesome. I love that. Um, Harold's on. Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> our International Pagan Music Awards Association Best Male Vocalist of 2022. I see you in the chat. <laughs> Shout out to him. Um, Harold, you're probably in the group, but if you go to the page, we should be live on the page and it should be public to share. Yeah, I was trying to make sure that it was shareable. Yeah, so the group's private so that's the only reason why i can't share it from the group but it's on it's we're live on the page as well so if you go to just the witch source uh facebook page you can share it straight from there um so yeah shout out to harold um i absolutely love that you not only like you found your path mm -hmm. then you found the music but then the music helped you create an even deeper path and experience yes. Yes. So that that's awesome. And I, I absolutely love that. And I love when people can talk about those kinds of experiences that they've had and the things that have happened as a result, like the songs. Because mm -hmm. um, I think that helps other people who are searching and wondering, like, did I was that real? Did that really just happen? Did I really have that experience? Um, are people going to think I'm crazy if I talk about it or put it out mm -hmm. there? Um, you know, and I say that because I felt the same thing. So I totally get what you're saying. Like when I first told my sister that I had a dragon show up, she was like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot. Uh, or uh, like I'll have experiences at my house, right. Where my wife will be asking me something and then like, I'm getting an answer from Aragorn, and I'm like taking a second to process both, and she's like, "Well, babe," and I'm like, "Give me a second, what?" <laughs> you know, like, and every time I, I feel like, like, please don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> you know, it's right. my, wife, my wife, my wife doesn't practice. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she's full support of everything that I do. You know, but she just doesn't practice herself. It's not her jam. You know, I get it. Um, but so, you know, so sometimes she looks at me like. What are you doing? <laughs> you <know? laughs> right. So, is, is she participate in any religion or the nope. atheist? She considers herself a spiritualist at best. But okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is why my main, you know, right? Because we all have our own experiences with with the universe in itself, with the you know the divine energy that is everywhere within us and all. But it comes down to it. Every religion is praying to the same thing. They're all just doing it in different ways. I mean, if you look, you can see the same kind of tropes and teachings of every religion of basically don't be an ass mm -hmm. and, you know, just try to be a good person, you know. Right. And then you have your people that take extreme ideas on it, but that's usually from their own ego or ambition that causes that as opposed to, you know, the actual ideas behind what's written. So... Yeah, we're all right and we're all wrong at the same time, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, right, and that's something that I've kind of questioned before. Who says that we're not all praying to the same God, you know, or goddess, in, or goddess <laughs> in just our own way of doing it? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think if any proper term would be used to describe God, it would be it, 
right. myself mm-hmm. personally, not him or her, but you know, through the Wiccan path, we personify the universal deity with personal deities, and that would be a feminine energy or a masculine energy, and then you have your archetypes, and this is all broken down, you know, of these different kinds of deity that you find through every path of life, you know, through every culture, you have your same archetype or archetypal, you know, deities. Right. And then you have your, you have your mothers, you have your, your fathers, you have your demons, you have, yeah. Yeah. You have your, you have, you have your Kings, you have your Mm -hmm. jesters, you have your, you know, like you have them all and they're all personifies of different ideas of, and different energies and different mm-hmm. things that we can draw from at times that we need. And these, you know, to to fit that all into one thing, have this one omnipotent being, I mean, they're not wrong in that idea either, but it's much harder to truly understand the nature of divinity when you're only looking in one direction. That's just my personal take on it, but. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I, I really, I like that, actually. I think that's a good way to, to state that and put it. Um, a lot of times I feel like, personally, I work with a goddess um, in the path of work of the god energy, but sometimes my most powerful experiences have just been from working with spirit and just yep. leaving it at that. Yep. Um, and that's had some of the most um, profound things come through with not trying to fit anything into a box. Yes. Yes. So I try to not have much of a box myself for things. And I'm beginning to do that musically as well, kind of pushing myself outside of the hip hop area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got I got some some stuff coming down the pike, which is going to be, I think, very. I think you guys are going to really like it. You know, it's going to be a little outside of the box, a little different. So. Uh-huh love different you know we um, have to we have to keep growing that's that's yeah, the yes. whole thing you know and then it's a way to completely reinvent yourself as well um yeah. open yourself up to a whole other group uh i mean in, in listening you know i'm I, in listening to you know you say that it kind of reminds me of you know I don't know if you're you're familiar with Aaron Lewis. I know my daughter's going to be like, oh, my God, you're talking about Aaron Lewis. But, you know, he was a part of Stained, you know, in that, you know, complete genre. Yep. And then on a dare, wrote, wrote a country song and became a country album and opened himself up so to a whole, whole new, new audience. That man is one of the best acoustic cover specialists I have ever Come across in my life. Every time he does an acoustic cover or something, I'm like, all right, what is it? I don't even care what it is. I'm listening. <laughs> He's got a great voice. He really does. He really um, does. And I love the drop chords. I don't know what it is about drop chords and music. They make me happy. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I used to play in a metal band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play bass in a metal band and do all of the backup screaming and. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, that was a good experience, too. And the more you experience life, especially through from an artistic standpoint, no matter mm-hmm. what kind of art it is that you do, whether you write poetry or whatnot, if you experiment with different feelings, different emotions, 
and all of that in your art, it really helps you kind of come to realize in your own mind when you find yourselves in those emotional places, you know, to be able to draw from. So it's like, I have a song on Modern Bar that is ridiculously sad, you know, <laughs> right? But then I also have songs where it's like, I'm flying high egotistically or, or whatever, you know? Like, and then there's a struggle with ego, and then there's this, and then there's that. And there's so many different feelings that one can pull from artistically that really help you, you know, center your energies around these ideas. And it helps you in your daily life, too. Right. I, I love how music is tied to emotions. And when you're feeling certain emotions, you, you gravitate. Uh, and, it, and it does, it can help heal, it can help soothe, get you through that hard time. Like, when I get mad, I listen to Slayer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, aggressive music, you know? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, when I, sometimes when I'm feeling, you know, bottled up. Like, I have a song called Cloud Shadow where I kept feeling like, feeling like I've been bottling up what I have to say. So I said what I wanted to say in a song and unbottled that. And the song is literally a back and forth of me being like, I don't do that yet. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, sometimes you have to let your shadow speak before you can start to even really do the work with your shadow. So, yeah, that's actually why I was a little bit late. Um, I got into a discussion with um, a new Druid friend of mine, and we were talking about shadow, the, the shadow work and the shadow self. And then I was like, oh, crap, the time I've got to run. <laughs> so. It's it's a deep subject to get into. Obviously. It very it very is it very well is. We can definitely, you know. I've not listened to to the shadow. You've got a part one and a part two, right? Uh, just part one right now. I'm gonna okay. wait until something happens in my life to really check me off for part two. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, Cloud Shadow was eventually going to become an alter ego. It was originally going to become an alter ego. Every time I got overly mad and wanted to say whatever I wanted, I would just call it Cloud Shadow. I was like, oh, the shadow was speaking. And I was like, uh, let's just do it in chapters because that would be too much to try and handle. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you know, because like, you know, I have podcasts going, I am the YouTube host for International Pagan Radio. You know, not to mention the work I'm doing with Pick a Flow Tribe, Harold and them. You know, like it's, I have my hands in a lot of pots right now, so I don't want to take on anything else. So we just kind of release that from a chapter standpoint instead. Of just well, I love it. I gotta, I gotta listen to it and check it out, especially after having the uh, shadow conversation um, we did recently on our podcast and then having this conversation uh, today. So I'm gonna definitely check it out. Um, but on that note, we would love to know what all you have going on and coming up and where can people find more of you? I know you mentioned a little bit, you've got the second degree you're working on and the, uh, really awesome shrine, uh, work that you're doing that, you know, I'm hoping people will check out as well, but tell us more of what's going on with you and how, how we can find out. Well, uh, 
got a couple upcoming shows for those that may be watching in different parts of the country. Um, so September 3rd, I will be performing at Philadelphia Pagan Pride. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, so that is going to be pretty awesome. Um, and then in November, I will be joining uh, Harold Carter uh, along with a bunch of other musicians. Uh, Primal Rhythm will be there. Uh, Marin King will be there. Um, a couple other people as well at Trees of Av Avalon gathering for their salad festival in november um okay i'll be performing there as well and that is down in florida oh okay i was about to yeah. ask where is that at in florida yeah yep, it's down in florida the ocala forest area in florida okay okay oh, awesome. um, so okay. i will be down there for both of those times so if you are at either one of those festivals and you see me do not be intimidated to come and talk to me we are going to have a blast Yes, go All say right. hi and, and uh, tell them that you heard about me. <laughs> I am working on some new music. I'm oh. sorry, you're breaking up a bit. Oh, oh. we didn't say anything. Go we ahead. Were, we I were believe listening. what I said was tell them that you heard oh, yeah. about here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they see you at a festival, to make sure that they tell you that they oh. heard... Yeah, so you guys broke up pretty bad. You're frozen on my side. Oh gosh. Oh, there we are. You're back. <laughs> so then uh you said you're working it. on some new music. Um, otherwise, I'm working on some new music. Yeah, uh working on some new music and I took on another project just started yesterday where I did a vocal cover of a song. <laughs> um oh. in an attempt to continue pushing myself musically. Um, I did a vocal cover of the music of the night from the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I saw and that. I just released that on my YouTube channel, Cloud the Pagan Rapper. Uh, you can check that out. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. You find me on Facebook, and you know you find anything that you need there. Cloud the Pagan Rapper. I have a Facebook page. I also have a group for Cloud the Pagan Rapper Music Group. If you wanted to get more insider info, uh, I post some like random poetry that I write up there and stuff like that. Um, so you get a little bit more of me in the group, you know, um, and you know, I'm on TikTok and I'm on Instagram and I'm all that. And I'm at cloud raps Wicca for, for just about everything. Okay. Okay. So you can't, you can't really miss me. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Love it. So do you have, um, a favorite do you have a favorite song out of all the ones that you've done that has really hit home for you? Like if, if, if somebody could only listen to one of your songs, is there one that's really like, this is it, this is the one? Calling me out. <laughs> it's kind of a toss up. Okay. I'd say it's probably a toss up between two songs. Okay. Um, because one of the biggest things that I'm about is combating, you know, misconceptions over a thing and, and being people. Pagans are people too, you know? Mm -hmm. So I wrote a song called Scene from a Convenience Store. Oh, okay. And okay. that song depicts some a Bible a Bible thumper coming at me in a convenience store and me having none of it. Right. You know, 
But you come to find out that the song is what I wanted to say to that person, not what I actually said to that person. Okay. You know? But the song displays the anger that we feel when people keep telling us our beliefs aren't real and that we're going to go to hell and this, that, and the third, you know? So it displays that emotion that so many pagans feel pretty much daily in the country too, you know? Um, So that one hits really close to home for me. And the other one would be Witch Up, which is a song that I wrote for Modern Bard, where... It's more talking about who do you want to be? Mm. You know, step up, find your magic, witch up, and see these things through for yourself. You know, it's meant to be a motivational track to get you thinking about it. Like, where am I going? What am I doing? Who do I want to be? You know, so, you know, those two songs are very, very important to me. I like it. I I love that. I, I I really do. I think that's great. Um, especially the second one. I think I definitely think people can relate to the first one for sure. Um, but I think the second one that you you mentioned. I think we need more of that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think if um, a lot of witches or people that are wanting to explore magic where to like really sit down and be like, what am I doing and where do I want to go? And, and, and what is it that drives me? Um, I think we could get a lot more done. Yeah. I think we can get a lot more done too. I think we can get a lot more done as an entire collective personally. Yeah. If everybody were to just kind of, you know, work together more. Right. It's not, it's not as bad as it used to be, but there's still, there's still a lot of infighting within the community mm-hmm. right. to where we're like, come on, man. And it would turn a novice off, you exactly. know, to the idea of branching out to the greater community. You know, a lot of solitary practitioners require remain solitary because they don't want to deal with that kind of drama. If they wanted to deal with that kind of drama, they'd go to church. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You know, so we need to be better, I feel, as people. You know, people first, you know, and then we can worry about the paganism side of it. But we got to worry about being good people first. Very true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So first off, (laughs) can I get permission to use some of your quotes that you have given us here on the show today? Because I've really liked a lot of what you've had to say. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, yeah, whatever you need. You need me to sign a release or something, send it right on through. <laughs> okay. Um, so you have a little bit more than just music on your YouTube channel. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I started out doing the whole, hey, guys. So Cloud Cloud here with me, Will of Magic. And today we're going to talk about deities. Or today we're going to talk about Witchcraft 101. And you know what? I enjoyed doing that, and it was it was actually really cool to kind of touch back on the basics while I was putting all that together. Yeah, you know, my coven helped out a lot with the the research back stuff a lot, you know. So, and I wanted to make sure that I was putting good information out, right? You know, as opposed to just whatever is on my head because, I, and and I've said this a million times. So, and I'm, so I'm not I'm not going back on my word. TikTok, 
you know, like a lot of your influencer type witchy folks and all that, maybe it's just out for themselves, man. Like, you know, and you can tell the ones that are just out for themselves and the ones that are actually trying to put out good information. Right. You know, and so it's like, but you look at the ones that are putting out good information and they have like 2,000 followers. You look at the ones that are just out for themselves and they have 120,000 followers and you're like, like literally all you're doing is putting your makeup on and saying, I'm a glam witch today. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. Like, like, okay, can we break down what glam witchery actually is, please? You know? <laughs> like, right. Can we get some know? real information? <laughs> yeah. And but it's it's weird because you know, education via the internet, it's broken down into three minute to fifteen minute sections. What are you really grasping in three minutes to 15 minutes about a specific topic? Right. You know? So that's why I appreciate the people that do series, which is why I started a series as opposed to just doing a bunch of random videos. Right. But so I have some more on there than that. I think there was a couple recipes on there, um, which is something that I just, I love to cook. So okay. I'm cooking. Sometimes I'll tape it you know like or and then there's the uh you know i want to say there's a couple more a couple spells that i put up mm -hmm. um, and yeah i i kind of just went and checked out the youtube horizon and then yeah. you know landed back on music <laughs> <laughs> right you know? I think you've got to go with what you're passionate for. Otherwise, it, if you're doing what you love, it's not a job. Right. See, I always consider myself a jack of all trades and master of none. But you can't become a jack of all trades without trying different things. Yep. You know? So, you know, I, I got decent at video editing through mm -hmm. doing all that. I got decent at interviewing people through doing this. You know, I got decent at rapping through doing this it's all just a matter of you know putting in work mm -hmm. you know i like to call it kind of like a skill tree in a video game you know if you yeah. a game so let's say you're playing say skyrim right and you have you can put your every time you level up you get skill points and you can put them into magic theft speed strength charisma whatever it is now if you put all your points in one area, mm -hmm. you're going to be really good at one thing and not that good at another. Right. You know, but if you put all your points and you spread them out too thin, then you're going to be not really all that good at anything. Right. So you have to pick and choose where you're going to put your skill points. You know, how far down this path do you want to go? You know, because I have a second degree in another tradition. Right. I'm working on a second degree with a Corellia tradition. So it's, it's all just the world takes us where we go. If we're not learning, then we're not witching right, if you ask me, you know? I like that. I love it. <coughs> tell you, you're giving so many good quotes. I cannot wait to go back and listen to this again and pull out all these awesome quotes. Well, <laughs> Seriously. Well, I am a poet. It's kind of what I do. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. Very true. Very true. Well, we are... Uh, we got to have about five minutes left. Um, I just want to say thank you. I appreciate 
you i appreciate you coming on uh i appreciate the music and yeah. the videos and you sharing your experiences and and your magic uh and your passion with us because uh i think it can really help a lot of people and i think you've got a great message um and I think you've got a lot more to share and I'm excited to, to follow you along, um, on, on your journey as you go. And, you know, maybe at some point have you back again, you know, maybe, you know, and see where you evolved to, especially with this, um, you know, your new projects you're working on that you've not fully disclosed yet. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the vocal cover thing, I don't think it's going away anytime soon because I really enjoyed making that. And it was very simple to record and edit. <laughs> like, I, you know, it only took me like an hour. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good, you know? Um, so, you know, I can crank those videos out pretty quick. So I'm probably going to do a bunch more of those. But to, to be completely honest, I, I want to thank y'all for bringing me on because for the last few months, I have been very quiet. Um, and, you know, I've been focusing on a lot of things at home and all of that. And, you know, getting out here and speaking with you fine folk today has really been a wonderful experience for me. And, you know, it kind of helps me remind me of, you know, why I started doing all this in the first place. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before you get, uh, Harold wanted to know what tradition did you practice before Carillion? Coven of the Silver Phoenix. We're a smaller coven up here uh, in the New Jersey area uh, since disbanded. Um, so, okay. Yeah, they're not, not active anymore. So, but yeah, that's where I that's where I did my comeuppance. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's it for us. We can't wait to have you back, and I will be in touch because I'm telling you, I've got a lot of great uh, quotes. I've I've got to pull out from this. Um, but we look forward to hearing more from you and having you back on and following you along. And, you know, maybe at some point in the future, we'll end up at a festival together. That oh, would be yeah. awesome. I think that would be awesome. And I look forward to the day. I honestly do. So, yeah. So we'll see you later. Um, this is definitely not, this is just goodbye for now, per se. Exactly. Exactly. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, for those not watching live, um, you can find more on the Facebook page, thewitchsource.com, and in the group, the Witch Source Society. Yes. Uh, it's a cool place to go hang out, ask questions, get more info. Um, Clav, we need you in the group just yeah. to hang out. Come hang out Certainly with us. Heck Absolutely. yeah. All right. All right, All right, cool. All right, All right you guys. Uh, we hope you'll join us on social media. Check it out. Uh, leave us a review. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.